is Donna Peters back for season four of the award-winning Me Sweet podcast. Here we continue to shine a mic on career-driven, life-minded professionals, sharing our wins and our warts as we cultivate the role we want work to play in our lives. Putting work to work for us, as I like to say, let's get in there. This episode of The Me Suite is a fan favorite season after season. This is the montage of all season four guests' sweeteners. If you're a listener, you know at the end of every episode, I ask for advice from the guest. What advice do they have for things that we could start doing differently on Monday? And here is the season four finale montage. Enjoy. I would wager that many of your listeners don't prioritize themselves as Mm. much as they should, especially, you know, especially now as we're kind of coming out of the pandemic and starting to navigate back into like our old normal versus Mm -hmm. this new normal and navigating that. I think we're letting a lot of things fall to the side as it relates to really focusing on what we need to be more happy and bring ourselves joy. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's coming up with a list of what are those two to three things that you just haven't had time for. So it's, What are the two to three things that you would want to do Mm -hmm. if you had the time? And then what are those two to three things that you don't want to do? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the more important one. And and it could be actually something that you might enjoy a little bit, but you know it's not a great habit. Like having that glass of wine and binge watching all kinds of shows until two in the morning. (laughs) Could you trade that off and and maybe, I don't know, find time to learn a new hobby or um, pick something up that will bring you a new sense of joy or purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going through that activity and communicating and talking about it with your family or your close unit. And and it's an exciting thing. And then also setting that goal is super fun. So I would just say, again, it's not rocket science, but it's really finding those things that bring you joy and then just prioritize one of them, yeah. even just for like two weeks and see what that does for yourself and your own sense of purpose. I think that's big. Pick up a piece of paper and I'm all, I'm all about like write stuff down. Mm-hmm. Like even I think it's better than typing, like literally write something down that says just identify your physical, emotional and mental state. Mm-hmm. Simple words, you know, where are you? Mm-hmm. Right. And then does that state allow you to bring your best self? Right. And some people may be in a place where they're like, absolutely, it does. And I'd I'd say, great, you double down on that. You hold on with both hands. It sounds like you're probably in a place where you build some wonderful habits. But for the rest of us where it doesn't, Mm -hmm. right, then just write down some simple things on what you'd like to improve, Mm -hmm. right? Now, here's the fun part, right? So let's say you're, you're in the category with the rest of us where there's some gaps that you want to improve. Are those changes simple? Okay. Right? You just need to get more sleep. Okay. Right? Are you um, handling the stressors or pressures in your life in a way that maybe you just need to improve that, right? Um, or do you need to recognize that the state you're in is temporary? Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's part of your job and you're just a rough three weeks. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. Right? Now, you kind of go down a list and say, can I solve these things, really solve them with kind of these practical changes. If you can't, mm-hmm. right, if they're not going to solve it and you need to do something fundamentally different, 
then I would advise you to seriously contemplate some type of action like a leave of absence. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I do believe there is a difference between the stress we put ourselves under that is kind of part of the life we volunteered for. Yeah. And those circumstances where something fundamentally different has to happen, right? To allow you to bring your best self. You know, I feel like at a certain point in our lives and our careers, and you might think this as you're listening to this, that I've got it all figured out. Uh And I don't. Okay. And um, so this last Monday morning, I was feeling a little bit funky, like I wasn't that excited to start my day, even though I planned it out the night before. And why was I having this feeling? Mm -hmm. And um, I did these two simple quick things, and it changed my whole outlook on the day. Okay. For one, I just started to just write, free write a little bit, because I just wanted to write down some feelings. Uh And I did that, and I felt better. The second thing I did was that I wrote down my purpose. Okay. And to remind ourselves as our purpose every single morning yeah. will help us take the actions on throughout the day to make sure that we are fulfilling that purpose or that mission for our business. When you feel like you are not uh, in your sweet spot, you're mm-hmm. using your words, uh, I think you know, maybe you should evaluate that. I don't advise to you know, resign tomorrow and then start looking for a job, but yeah. find your sweet spot. One of the things that you can do is just gauge for yourself. Am I finding it harder right now to see what I do is important or am I feeling overwhelmed by importance? Uh, and depending on how you answer that question, your sweetener may be, okay, if it's tough to find importance, mm. I want you to work through how is this helping me grow? How am I contributing? And how is this pressure bringing me closer to others? Those are the three paths to growth. If you answer that it's all feeling a little overwhelming right now, I mm. want you to make an inventory of, What's not at stake for you right now? Mm. What are the important things in your life that are not at play, uh, that are not in the balance right now? And really connect with those because our ability to hold that in balance, uh, I think is a really important part of, uh, of enjoying the journey. I'd probably say start with awareness. Mm. Like I can randomly, I could randomly throw out a digital practice that you could try yeah. and I'm sure it would be helpful. Yeah. But I think awareness is where it begins. So I would encourage you from the moment you wake up to the moment you head to bed on Monday, Mm -hmm. reflect on what the digital liturgy of your life is. You know, when you wake, do you immediately open Gmail? Mm. Or, uh, you know, what do you do when you head to the toilet? What do you do when you head to the shower? You know, Mm -hmm. what's the pattern that you've created with a coffee or talking to people? Mm -hmm. Uh, How do you interact with your kids? And what are the digital patterns that relate to that? And are you really present? Or are you still working? Yeah. Uh, once you have that awareness of what your regular habitual patterns are, well, then you can actually start to think, hey, that's a good pattern. That helps me. That aligns with my values. Or this is just necessary because I'm an executive or because I'm yeah. an entrepreneur. But there will be some patterns that you'll see. You'll think, I never designed that. That, that just happened. And it doesn't align with my values. In fact, it actually makes me less happy or it makes my family less present. Uh, I need to change them. And yeah, so start with awareness. Always deliver on the promises that you made. Don't go and promise something that you cannot do mm-hmm. because it will compromise um, down on the road. People wanted to help you, you know. And if you cannot deliver it, just, just to make sure that you communicate 
and explain where you are and what are you doing to trying to get there. Everyone can be creative. So um, some, some tips to open up your mind is to just one, get up and walk around and go somewhere else because I think it's just your setting and surroundings Uh. dictate the ability to come up with ideas. So what I like to do is what to tap into the French world of um, a a flaneur, which for those that don't know, a flaneur is someone who can get just lost, wandering, you know, your town and city with no particular goal in mind and just exploring and taking it all in, observing, just taking photos and and videos. It's kind it's, it's the best research as well as the best way to open up your mind is just to get lost and explore somewhere else. Yeah. Um, It helps you come up with ideas. The second thing is to what I would say is find an issue or something you really feel strongly about, uh-huh. let's say, um, or a decision you're trying to make and argue the other side. I oh. think that helps you um, really feel thorough and, and that it also just opens up your mind because you, when you take the position that you don't um, believe in, right? And it helps yeah. with conflict resolution as well. Reward yourself. Nice. And what I mean by that is we all have things that kind of going back to the, the kind of what recharges you, what, mm-hmm. what kind of motivates you. And I think especially now in kind of a time where, you know, for a lot of people, we've been in, uh, you know, a kind of deprivation state, right? Mm-hmm. We had to deprive ourselves of company, of experiences, mm-hmm. of outings. And so rewarding yourself in, in, in your own little way, I think is important because I think a lot of the times we tend to look at, you know, doing something nice for ourselves or enjoying something for ourselves as being, you know, a luxury and just, you know, something that you get to, if you can get to it. But the thing is we're not robots, yeah, right? We have, we have ways that mm-hmm. we can, you know, give ourselves some energy and we have ways that, you know, things that sap energy. And yeah. I think, if you don't find ways to reward yourself, whether it's, you know, just reading a book or watching, you know, a game that you like, or, mm-hmm. you know, eating a, a favorite food or do you just, you know, gardening, whatever it is that you enjoy going for a run, whatever, mm-hmm. something that can kind of give you a boost, you know, find, find one thing mm-hmm. a day that you can, you can try to do, even if it's just for a couple minutes, because I, yeah, I, I think we're, we're always in, in go, go, go mode. And I think especially now, you know, it's, it's important. My practical advice, and I, I live by it, is being grateful and having that. Uh-huh. It's, again, somewhat cheesy. Folks may already know this, but mm-hmm. this attitude of gratitude. If there was one thing, I think that bears an enormous amount of fruit mm. is to share a little bit more about yourself. Yeah as a person yeah, with those that you spend a lot of time with mm-hmm. and to just enjoy what comes back once you open up a little bit more. Invest in people, mm. invest in relationships. We spend a lot of time, if you think about you know, your adult life, talking about uh, investing monetarily, investing you know, career-wise. Spend the equal amount of thought and effort investing in relationships, mm. personal, right? Family, other. Building that stakeholder management plan and, and quickly establishing where the misalignments are between the perception of, you know, the stakeholder and your personal brand and how you want to be seen. And mm. of course, 
thinking about what is your brand? What are you, what do you, do you want your brand to be? And then, you know, plotting or, or defining what are those actions that you're going to take to realign those perceptions. You know, it, it takes an investment in time and energy and, and, you know, curiosity and desire and, and wonder and all these, you know, things to, to really get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you, you have to absolutely believe in it and, and it has to become like a natural part of your daily life. Yeah. It takes time, but ultimately there, there's so much you learn and so much insight that you get that I want to say, I promise to anyone who's listening uh-huh. is totally worth it. There's so much, like I, I've mentioned, there's so much momentum right now around kind of the impact space. Um, a lot of people are reevaluating. A lot of companies are, you know, talking about how they can change their systems and structures to be better for for their workers, for society, uh, which I think are great conversations. I think, you know, as people who are occupying the space or that are interested in the space, it would be really fantastic for to have more voices that are calling out who's missing, right? Uh, this again, this empathy, this human-centered mm. mindset of, you know, perhaps we need to invite X, Y, and Z people, or perhaps we need to have a focus group, or perhaps we need to ask some other questions to really get a holistic view of what we're trying to change or the strategy we're trying to build or the product we're trying to create so that we're not speaking to each other in a kind of echo mm. chamber of, you know, homogeny. Like we want it to be diverse so that we can actually create a solution that's meant for diverse audiences. I think if you look at what's in front of you and how can I turn something that I see as a risk into an opportunity, um, the smartest, most successful people, both personally and professionally, I've seen always have a way to do that. Mm-hmm. So I think in, in, on a Monday morning, kind of waking up and say, well, what, what can I do? What am I not comfortable with? And then push myself to do it. What you can do this coming Monday is prototype something. Let's mm-hmm. learn that skill. Okay. So... So a new aspect of your career or a new career that you are considering or even just a new aspect of the work you do, or if you're a student now of, of what you're thinking about as an extracurricular activity, yeah. how can you prototype it on Monday? Nice. So if you're thinking about joining the salsa club, because it just sounds fun, you've heard a lot <laughs> of fun things about it, what can you do on Monday to prototype that? How about find someone in the salsa club and talk to them, ask them why they join. What's it like? What's a club meeting like? So that's an easy one. Or if you take it all the way to career, if there is a new career that you're considering, if you're one of the parents, career changing, you've got that mental possible life, but that step of getting there seems so far away. Uh What can you do Monday that can get you just an inch closer? And one thing you can do is find someone who does that already and talk to them. Nice. Have a networking, have a prototyping, have a research conversation with yeah. someone to get started. Yeah. Because once you do it, you're going to, it's, it's going to, it's going to work. You're going to be successful. And boy, that gives you the confidence to, to do the next one. My advice, um, given what feels like often chaos in the world right now mm-hmm. is um, to really always think back to that deathbed test. Okay. Just bring bring it back to the basics in some ways. That is my personal trick. Some people may have a more positive spin on it. Uh-huh. 
but keep perspective. Yeah. So things are going to go wrong in your day. Bad news is going to come. You're going to have challenges, big and small, as you just literally try to make it through the day. But if you keep those kind of core pivotal things in mind as to what really matters to you, that other stuff doesn't actually matter. Yeah. And so for me, that allows me to let things roll off my back a lot easier because we kind of feel like you get piled up on every now and then. Well, I'll just go back to say, you know what? When everything is said and done in my life, does any of this actually matter? And you'd be surprised. Very few things do. If you want to die skiing when you're like 98 mm-hmm. or whatever you love to do, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to being hooked up on machines for 10 years, then you got to do basically two things. One is you have to exercise constantly. Yeah. And secondly, you have to have friends. One of my favorite shows on television was The West Wing. Okay. Um, and uh, Martin Sheen playing President Bartlett, he had a great storyline and a great approach, which was to see the whole field. Okay. And I think a lot of times we stay narrowly in our lane. Mm. And I think it's really, really important if, you're, if you want to find your path is to see the whole field. Yeah. And the whole field could be the opportunities that present themselves Kind of what's going on in your family? Mm-hmm. What's going on with the company that you're working for? What's going on in your career? Are you happy? Do you wake up every day pretty jazzed to do what you do? Depending on how you answer all of those, seeing the whole field will give you a different perspective. Thank you, guests and listeners, for a fabulous season four of the Me Sweet podcast. If you have ideas for season five, I would love to hear from you. And for career coaching services, please contact me on LinkedIn or at themesuite.com. Also, be sure to check out our book, Options Are Power, Career Strategies for High Performers Who Want a Life. And whatever it is that you want out there, I hope you get it.